And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up everyone? Zach here. Hope you're all having an amazing day. I just came out here to get some sunshine and spend a little time with you. I haven't spent time with you in, man, it's got to be probably been a week and a half. It has been probably one of the craziest weeks that I've got in, oh man, probably the past year or two maybe. It's been really, really fun, really nuts. I'll tell you about that here in a second, but uh, I just, today was like the first day where it was a little, little more relaxed, still busy, but not like under the gun, right? And, uh, I went out and called uh, a friend of mine. Um, I actually called two friends today, which is pretty good. So I called a friend of mine this morning, talked to him for like 30 minutes, and I talk, called, and called another friend, talked to him for like 30 minutes, both from Chicago. And the second friend from Chicago, they live within like a mile of each other. It's pretty funny. Um, and uh, so we're in Southern California right now. And uh, <laughs> the second friend I talked to, um, he's like, man, I just, I'm, you know, I, I planned a trip, you know, and, and next week to just kind of escape and get some sunshine I'm going down to Florida. And I just really need the sunshine, man. We've been like cooped up for like three weeks. I'm like, wait, what? You've been cooped up for three weeks. And like, I grew up in Chicago and I'm like, I'm thinking about what day it is. I'm like, holy crap, it's the middle of February. It's like freezing out there. Like that's the worst time. January and February is the coldest time in Chicago. Um, and I was like, wait, and I looked at the weather as I'm talking to him on the phone. It was 10 degrees and there was cloud cover for like weeks <laughs> and cloud cloudy in Chicago is a lot different. And from those of you from the, like certain parts of the Midwest, you know, like when it's cloudy in California, that means like there's a couple clouds, you know, uh, doesn't necessarily mean there's a cloud cover cloud in Chicago means that the clouds are really, really close to the ground. And like the, it's, it's like the entire sky is gray. It's, you can't like tell that it's clouds cause it's just a, color across the whole sky like a gray color so you can't even like make out cloud formations it's just gray um and uh (laughs) it's like oh my gosh dude because sometimes i'm like you know kind of whining to myself like oh my gosh california is kind of expensive you know like we just uh we just signed a lease a permanent lease for two years um so we've been traveling for about eight uh yeah it's 18 months straight um and the probably half of it was overseas um, and half of it was, was domestic, checking out different areas. And we ended up landing in California. So we've been living out of a backpack uh, for 18 months. And uh, now we have, we've acquired a few things. So we're like, we could fit in a small BMW, 
but we <laughs> it's a tight squeeze now so it's like backpack plus a couple extra things right um but uh um yeah so we basically are at a, pl- at a place where we knew like we were kind of getting tapped out as far as traveling goes like you know, I've talked about this before, but you, it takes a lot out of you in certain ways, things that I didn't expect, but you do it for long enough and you know, you just get tired of certain things. Um, and so we're kind of in a place where we, we are in a place where we're ready to kind of like resettle a little bit. Um, and to be honest with you, it's, it's quite scary for me. Um, I was very scared when we initially left our home in Chicago. Um, and like literally <laughs> I remember packing the backpacks Literally, we each had one backpack that fit on our back and one small backpack that fit on the front. And um, I remember packing those and leaving. That was all we—that was all of our possessions in those backpacks. And I was so scared. Um, the first three weeks were really hard. And uh, um, I got used to it. And man, sorry, I'm actually breaking up a little bit. I'm like kind of, uh, yeah, this is kind of freaking me out, settling back down. Um, and uh, I was scared you know, going out and living out of a, back, of a out of a backpack. Um, but I got used to it and I really started to love it. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was amazing. It's it, the most amazing experience ever. When, um, when we were leaving, we had a couple like parties thrown for us. And, uh, at one of them in Michigan, uh, a guy that I'd never met before, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he came from. Um, he uh, he said, "Hey, dude, you're gonna remember this for the rest of your life. This is gonna be amazing." And I was I was nervous at that point, <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I'm actually gonna remember this forever." Um, but he's right. I already look back on it and with really happy eyes. Um, and so we are uh, we're getting ready to settle back down. I, I literally, you know, we signed the lease paid the stupid amount of money um <laughs> for the deposit the first month i paid for like an entire month not an entire month but almost an entire month where we're not actually living there because we get like the whole double paying thing going on uh we got to move our crap from uh, from michigan to california um so all these bills like <laughs> they had up pretty fast um but yeah it's just like we're starting this new chapter and it's 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 um it's exciting and it's scary because you know, I, there's this freedom in like knowing like I can literally put my stuff in the car and I'm done. Like I, I'm done with this place. I can just drive away, you know, like literally all my stuff fits in that car. My wife fits in the car. All her stuff fits in the car. We get, we're gone. We drive away. And, um, there's something liberating about that. And, um, that's basically over. That time is over for us right now. And, um, a few things that it taught me. Number one is, uh, once you do it, you can do it again. Like I, I genuinely feel empowered to like, if I wanted to travel again, I could literally just say, all right, we're going to travel again. And like, I, I know what it takes, you know, it's, I, I just put the stuff in storage and I, I break the lease and I go. Um, and so that's empowering. Um, also like I probably couldn't settle down again if I didn't break free and like s- spread my wings, you know? And if we didn't do that traveling, like, you know, I would have probably always wondered what's it like, what's it like to just do that? And, um, in some ways I wish we traveled longer, uh, overseas specifically, because there's just like this immersion of different cultures that breaks your thinking, it breaks your social norms, it breaks your social contract constructs. And it's really amazing. Um, but there's this dichotomy between progress and organization. And, uh, when you're traveling, you, you, you use so much of your 
random access memory, your RAM, to figure out logistics. Where am I going to eat? Where am I going to put my clothes? <laughs> where are the bugs not going to get them? You know, where am I going to do laundry? All these things. And um, you, you take a significant productivity hit doing that. And, um, you know, we really had to think, like, what are we trying to do with our lives? Like, am I trying to only make good memories or am I trying to make an impact? And the truth is I'm trying to make an impact. Um, first and foremost, memories are, are next. But trying to make an impact and you know for a long time I was so impact driven that I didn't make any good memories and that was a mistake um and uh, I I don't want to go too far to the other side of the coin and only make good memories and let my business fall away but the reality is you know I feel like we're put on this earth to do uh two things it's to uh well it's really one thing uh it's to it's to create influence to serve people and help them live a more fulfilled life and we can do that when we're here um when we have a place that we can go. <laughs> we know where we're sleeping. Uh, we have a place that we can work out. We can separate that work and that and that personal life easily. Um, and you know, out here in Southern California, you know, I hate the expense out here. It's expensive um, compared to even Chicago. Um, but just the immersion of of positive, high functioning people is so high. Like I literally all of my friends out here for the most part, not all of them, but I would say eight out of ten. Um, eight out of 10 friends in each category, all of them are doing very well in business, like all of them. And it forces you to level up, forces you to think more or think better, think differently. You know, literally one of my guys from church, like a random dude I met, um, from church, he, uh, basically builds the software that really big direct response marketers use when they break softwares like ClickFunnels. So like when your traffic gets so freaking big and you're processing so much volume that ClickFunnels can't keep up, like that's when he takes you as a client in his software. Um, like super high level enterprise stuff. This is some dude at church that he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I've been in direct response for 30 years. Starts name dropping like everyone ever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. And that's like something we get out here, which is just super, super cool. And um so anyway, so that lease is signed. We're actually uh, we're getting our stuff like next week. So it's very surreal in a lot of ways. Um, but also I, I've shared this uh, back, you know, a few months ago. Since we've been in California with an office, a separate office, for whatever reason, we've really figured out that we, we function with an office way better than we do at working at the house. Um, our, our success, our, you know, your measuring stick in business is is your finances or is your business revenue subtracted from expenses, right? So your profit, that's your measuring stick. Um, maybe not profit sometimes. Sometimes your uh, your revenue uh, dictates that too because you spend sometimes on uh, creating that customer experience. So that's, that's your measuring stick though, right, is the money. Um, and then, of course, how many people you're serving. Uh, a great quote is how many people, you know how many people you're leading by how many people are following you. <laughs> Some people say they're leaders, but they look behind them and no one's following. Um, and our leadership and influence and uh, finances have all increased since we've been out here. Even though our expenses have gone drastically up, our income has gone drastically up. And, you know, we are faith-based people. And, you know, I believe that when you're in, when you're in the flow of blessing, things will happen. And so I felt since we drove into the state, to me, I view California as like the enemy's playground. This is like (laughs) virtually everything about California is contrary to what I believe. Um, and when we drove in here, I felt, I felt like in my soul, I felt like God saying, like, this is where you're supposed to be. You need to be here. Like, my people are here too. 
And I was like, son of a biscuit, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I don't really want to. <laughs> I mean, now granted, it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. There could be way worse places that you could be called to. It is very beautiful. My friend on the phone, it was 10 degrees. I'm standing outside as I'm recording this. It's probably 65 and sunny. <laughs> so um, it's all good. But uh, yeah, it's just pretty interesting, right? Um, you know, we just came off of uh, of uh, of a workshop, the MLM Rebels assembly line workshop. And we've done them in the past, but they've been smaller, um, you know, very intimate, uh, two people at a time type of thing. And this one was seven businesses. Um, and it was uh, really amazing. We got to bring in, because of that, we got to bring in some just amazing people um, as a part of uh, as a part of the team that puts these together, and really find each other's flows. Um, I'm talking about the coaches right now, so from a coaching perspective, we really get to learn about uh, how each other works in that level of intense environment, um, and you know, really deliver an amazing product like the uh, the, the 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 other copywriter that is that was with me. Um, uh, he, he says he listens to the podcast, so he might actually hear this, but, um, uh, he, he has a really impressive track record and it's really, really, really hard to find good copywriters that ask good questions that know how to get into someone's head and make something that's, that's worth, you know, reading and stuff like that. But when you do find them, you know, copywriters are like temperamental, right? Um, like I'm that person too. Um, so, you know, copywriters can be temperamental. Um, a lot of times they, you know, they're just sometimes a pain. <laughs> it's just flat out what it is. Uh, it just is what it is. And yeah, but yeah, you can't do anything without them. Like you have to have them in your funnel. Like you can't build a good funnel without a good copywriter. It's just impossible. Um, and you know, I met this guy, I actually got connected through a mutual friend and, um, and we were basically just kind of like, you know, really you know, uh, we, we already knew that like, well, I already knew he was amazing at what he did. I already knew he'd provide provide an amazing service, uh, to the students. And, you know, we would get along great cause we had, you know, we all, we were very aligned on a lot of different things, but you know, we hadn't done one of these workshops before together and for him to come in and do what he did, was really, really special. And we just jived from the beginning, literally by the end of the second day, he was like, he's like, man, Zach, I feel like we're all like, like a family, right? Like we've known each other forever. And he's right. Like all the coaches were just so lockstep, like in sync. Um, I mean, I'll just—I guess I'll just kind of name—I won't name drop, but I'll kind of result drop a few of these coaches because we're going to have another workshop in June, and uh, we're going to have a—we're uh, going to actually have a pre-launch. We actually have a pre-launch going on right now to uh, select part of our list, um, but then we have a real launch later. Um, so you can pay attention to that. I'll tell you soon if you want to come. Um, but like the main funnel builder, she's a gal, she made $400,000 her second year in this industry, second year. Um, she literally built everyone's funnels. <laughs> like these people paid a f- absolute hilarious fraction of what we charge to build someone a funnel, like hilarious. We're talking one thirtieth, and she built their funnel. Um, the guy who wrote half the copy, I wrote the other half. He coordinated, um, and wrote copy for, a launch that did three and a half million dollars in nine days, nine days. And, um, so he's writing people's copy, right? That's the guy I was just mentioning. And 
then we have amazing other people that are, you know, taking care of the tech and the coaching on the videos, um, you know, hooking everything up, putting together email sequences, that kind of thing. People are literally walking away with a complete done for them system and funnel. I mean, we're talking, if we were to do this one off, like I literally sent a quote not too long ago. Um, you know, we're talking like 80 to 120,000 for each of these. That's what this stuff would cost. Um, if we were to do it and they're getting that for like, I mean, the, 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 the ticket price is between like, depending on if they had already bought a thing or not, like a, one of our courses, ticket price is like 5,500 bucks to seven grand. Um, and literally we, it's, it, that was the, the workshop ended on Sunday. We sent out the final deliverables for everyone, but one, cause they had a very in-depth system. Um, and we told them up front, they'd be later than this, but all of them, but one, we sent all the delivery emails out last night. So Thursday I've been to workshops, both on the coach side and the student side where the deliverable <laughs> never came, <laughs> like literally never came. I was a part of a workshop once where I was a coach at it. I was the only MLM coach and there were seven out of 10 people attending the workshop were MLM people. And I was the only MLM coach. It was 10 grand a ticket. And I literally got emails from some of these students like months, months, months later, and they never received their deliverable. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm kind of like gloating on the workshop because I'm like, my head's all wrapped up in it um, because we did the workshop and then we spent this past week, you know, hammering everyone's stuff out and making sure that it was really, really, really good. And obviously there's, you know, there's going to be small mistakes here and there. You know, of course you put in that much effort for that, that intense, uh, you know, you dive in these people's heads for days at a time, uh, you're going to maybe miss a spelling error or, you know, miss a button or something like that. But you know, that's no, that's nothing. I've literally had campaigns with monster errors, <laughs> tech and spelling that have still crushed it. Um, there's a guy, uh, his name is, um, Alex Ramosi. He has an eight figure gym, gym launch is the name of his business. And his funnel that did like eight figures had like one of the like one of the buttons or something was broken. I forgot what was broken on it. But like something major was broken on the first page and he still did eight figures with it in like 10 months. Um, so yeah, anyway, so my, our, our world has been totally wrapped up in that. We finally just pushed the last one out last night. We're kind of picking up a few of the fragments right now. And then we've got that final one that, uh, is a more in-depth system that, uh, is going to be, uh, the initial piece will be delivered, uh, next week. Um, so just absolutely amazing. I mean, we literally, we got there on, so the coaches showed up on uh, Wednesday. Um, so we picked them up from the airport and the train station, all that stuff. We wanted to pick them up personally, um, picked them up, you know, came in, all got lunch. Um, you know, before this, we of course did a lot of prep work. I got with everyone on the phone uh, personally, which is actually insane. Like, like freaking nuts. I just realized like our coaching program, we literally charged 2,500 bucks a month for two calls. I did one or two calls with all these people <laughs> to prepare for this. We did the calls with them, get all the documents in order. Everything was prepared. Then we did a prep call with the coaches and then we picked them up on Wednesday, got them all together. We all grabbed lunch, grabbed dinner, went to the beach, did all this stuff. Then we came to the house. We spent three and a half hours, I think, game planning the exact flow of the whole event uh, or the whole workshop. We all go to bed, get up the next morning, get breakfast, all that stuff. Um, uh, we said, or we, we said a prayer over the event that, that night. Um, then next morning, get up, uh, people start coming in, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, kind of, uh, stiff <laughs> in the beginning, you know, you're just kind of in a new environment, kind of like figuring out what's going on. 
And uh, we did a targeting exercise. We spent about four hours doing a targeting exercise. And I did the first two kind of in public with, uh, with the help of two other, other coaches. And we basically just dove into these people's world in front of everyone else to see, like, this is what goes into truly targeting something properly. Then once we had those two people as examples, we broke out into small groups and we did them individually. And uh, so we got everyone's targeting really dialed in. Then we had uh, the copywriting uh, gentleman. He did a copywriting talk that first day, which was incredible. Um, like he gave some serious value in that copywriting talk. It was amazing. People were frantically writing notes. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, we go into work and we start building everyone's systems. So we literally gave our done-for-you service to them like bang. Started doing it, started crushing it. We all got in our positions and just started hammering it out. Uh, the first night... Um, uh, we cut out. It's supposed to end at 6. We cut out at 7.30. We knew, like, okay, these next two nights could be late, so let's cut out now and, um, you know, make sure that we get some sleep. So I cut out at about 7.30. I had to go actually take uh, one of the cars back. Um, and the copy, everyone else stopped, but uh, Mr. Copywriter, um, his name, I'll just, I could say his name, I guess, because uh, I won't say his last name right now until I know it's okay, but uh, his name's Nick. And, um, and Nick just keeps on rolling. He, I get back and he's like, just getting done like two hours later. I'm like, bro, you're crazy, dude. And then we all get into the, me and, and Nick and one of the other guys, one of the other coaches, his name is Zach as well. And we all get into the hot tub and we're hanging out. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, dude, you should jump in the pool, man. And the, by the way, that like at night in California right now, it's, it's cold, you know? I mean, it's not cold. I mean, it, it's relative, right? It's, it's, it's freaking warm for Chicago people. It's cold for California people. It was like 50 degrees, but it's cold in the water. And uh, I'm like, I'm not getting in the pool. And they're like, no, man, it's cool. I'm like, no, it's not cool. I'm not getting in the pool. And they're like, no, man, it'll help you sleep better. I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to sleep better. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you like, it pull, pulls the, the blood from your muscles to your organs to keep them warm. So, you know, for whatever reason, that makes you sleep better. I'm like, okay, well, that's a pretty good argument. So we all jumped in the pool <laughs> twice, froze, froze a lot. And the next morning, Ashley said, I had such a hard time sleeping last night. I, I heard, like, heard people screaming <laughs> in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, there's three grown men jumping in the pool together, like, holding hands. Um, just kidding. But she's like, did you really hold hands? I'm like, no, are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> so that was fun. The next day, everyone got up. Everyone's way looser at this point. Jump into things. Um, we uh, start working right away. We give them a a special offer for companion tickets. If they had a downline that they wanted to come to the next workshop, they got a huge discount on it. Gave that offer, got jumped straight back into work, uh, started to hammer people's funnels out. Uh, middle of the day, we did a uh, closing talk, basically a, a, a teaching on how to close people on the phone because that's the weakest point in most people's funnels is they don't know how to close people. Um, so a lot of these funnels are application-based, so they're getting applications in and they're closing them. Um, so we did a closing talk. <clears throat> That was really cool. Um, we're actually going to come out with a closing course soon, so we give them an offer to get a, a 50% discount on the closing course if they wanted to take advantage of it, um, which was really awesome. Then we did, uh, we hammered out more stuff for the rest of the day. Um, at 3 o'clock, we had, actually, there's a special surprise that showed up on, on Thursday. Oh, my gosh, freaking annoying truck just pulled right next to me with his super squeaky brakes and his annoying engine. I'm literally trapped between, like, two really horrible trucks. Um, uh, at 3 o'clock, we had a pro photographer come. This guy's literally shot people like Tony Hawk and other pro skaters. Yeah, he took headshots and body shots and 
all these amazing shots for literally everyone at the event. So their funnels had amazing photos in them. Um, everyone got three outfit changes. We went to the beach. We took photos of them there too. It was awesome. So literally people got a full branding experience. Um, people were doing all their videos, by the way. So everyone walked out with video. Uh, I think everyone but one person walked out with all their videos completed as well. Um, uh, what else? Oh, and then all of Thursday and Friday, it was so cool. We had a professional coffee cart come in, which if you don't know what that means, um, we had a craft coffee service. This is, uh, actually friends of mine from church that have a coffee cart business. Um, and, and by the way, they're like totally professional. I said friends of mine from church, but it's like an actual, like, like a business. We had to pay them, obviously. Uh, it's like a real business, right? So this coffee cart is not like this janky little cart. It's like a massive thing. I mean, it fits a full-size espresso machine, grinders, uh, water tanks, everything you could possibly need to make craft coffee beverages, but I, just, I love coffee. So this, cro- this coffee cart came in. Um, so imagine, like, I mean, if you're, like, a coffee person, th- like, these people make stuff that, like, literally puts Starbucks to shame. Like, it's Starbucks is absolute garbage compared to this stuff. Um, so they're making people cappuccinos and uh all these crazy drinks, right? And people are just like, you know, just rolling through it and uh, just getting drinks. It's amazing. Um, we did that all day. And then we stayed up super late that night. Um, it was absolutely nuts. And, uh, yeah, so we stayed up really late that night, got a bunch of stuff done. I think one of the students ended up staying with us for a long time. Uh, I think we ordered food in again. Um, I think we got to bed. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. A bunch of us were working until like midnight or something, 1130 midnight. And then I go to bed at 1230 and and Nick's like, all right, I'm going to go to bed now too. And by the way, all this is hosted in like like a mansion by the beach. Like there's a few blocks off the beach. Um, freaking nuts. Um, uh, well, uh, let me put it this way. So it was a $3 million house, okay? Now, I called it a mansion from the beginning because that's what I was told. It's I would consider it a very, very nice, very large house, very close to the beach. That's what I would consider it. Um, and it was all those things. So I would probably say it was, I don't know. It was very big, you know, it slept all the coaches, plenty of room for everyone to work, tons of room for like the pool, the hot tub, beautiful place, $3 million house. Um, if you took that money, you've put it into the mountains, it would be a legitimate monstrous mansion. Um, I was told this was a mansion. I would consider a really big, big, beautiful house, but the words mansion, just invoke something a little bit different in my brain. Like I think of like 50,000 square feet, right? That's what I think of as a mansion. Um, so I guess in, in most people's heads, this was probably a mansion, but like, and I thought like, like mansion, right? Um, but honestly, this was better, I think, because it was a little bit more private. You know, you didn't have to like search for people for 180 years. Like people still got lost in the house. <laughs> um, like I got lost in the house. So you can still get lost. Um, but I think it's probably a little bit better that way. So there's still plenty of room to do everything you needed to do. But like you didn't have to like walk for 100 years to go find someone, um, which was nice. And one of the things that you have as an issue when you have like a place that's literally massive, is you typically need like land for it. So it's usually in a slightly more remote area. And internet speeds are uh, not as good. So in this place that we were at, it had super, 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 super fast internet. Um, so it literally held all of us like super stable the entire time, which was amazing. Um, so that was super helpful to, uh, to have. So, um, yeah, so that was basically what it looked like. And, uh, so where am I at right now? I'm on Friday. So, oh yeah. So, uh, so Nick comes out and he's like, okay, dude, so I'm going to go to bed now. So we're like, all right, cool. So it's 1230 and, um, like sounds good. So he's going to go to bed and, um, 
he goes to his room and I go upstairs to my room and like fall asleep. And the next day he's, he tells me he stayed up till four 30 <laughs> and he got up at eight or, or like seven or something. I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, you're nuts. Um, I mean, the dude is literally committed to providing an amazing service. Uh, then the next day was basically a exact mirror of the second day. We just crushed it the entire day. Um, we had everyone share what they got out of it. People were crying. People were literally, we had people telling people from other companies what kind of an amazing value that they were receiving from the workshop because they had been in, like we had one chick from, she was a six, she is a six figure owner in another company. She's telling people from another company, just like the amazing value that they're getting. Cause like, you know, it, it, she, you know, she hadn't seen that kind of value being delivered and, uh, really ever, especially at this kind of a price point. So she's like, you know, kind of emotional. This other gal is crying. Um, you know, I like started to tear up. It was crazy. There were, the emotions were raging. Um, anyway, so it's a lot of fun and uh, absolutely love doing it. Cannot wait for the next one. So if you're interested in coming to the next one, um, uh, I'm going to have a URL for you when we launch it. Uh, that'll be in probably two weeks or so, something like that. Um, if you'd like to come to the next one, uh, we are doing like a very quiet pre-sale right now to a very small segment of our list. Um, so if you want to kind of like get in on that, uh, you can just feel free to message us. Um, so that's probably the only, that's probably the best way to do it is if you message my Facebook. So message me on Facebook, uh, someone will get to it and we can you know tell you about that. I will tell you this, that uh, the pre-sale amount is going to be, I think it's, um, I think it's 5,500 is what it is for the pre-sale amount. The retail amount is going to be, uh, I believe 7,500. Um, so this is the lowest it will be for sure. We might do like a like like a more open presale, I meaning like this is like super private presale. Like I don't even know why I just told you that, but oh well. Um, but we might do a more like open presale, and that would be like a little under seventy five hundred, but not much. Or it could be seventy five hundred because we've actually we're crunching all of the expenses that uh, that this took, um, and so we basically are taking the expenses and then finding out the price point essentially. So it could be like ten. Um, so it'll be between seventy five hundred and ten for the real price. Um, and then we might do a, an, uh, like a public presale for like a week. That's like maybe 500 bucks off or something like that. I don't know. Um, but for right now, this is like for sure the lowest it will be by far, probably by at least two grand. Um, primarily because we don't fully know, uh, the expense tracker. <laughs> so this is kind of like, you know, Zach just doing something and being like, Hey, uh, what's up? Let's figure it out later. So if you want to take advantage of it, uh, yeah, just message us on Facebook. Someone will get back to it and give you give you all the details. So it's going to be sometime in June. We actually have a date. I just forgot. Um, it's going to be in San Diego area. And uh, we have some very, very excited people that could tell you how awesome it was if you want to come. So um, that being said, this is great for people that are both in our team and out of our team. Uh, we obviously, we had half the people from this last one were part of our team. Half of them were not, um, meaning they were in other companies completely. So uh, either way, you follow is good. Anyway, if this is the first uh, podcast you heard for some reason, um, probably the best thing you should do now is read the MLM Rebels Blueprint um, because that'll tell you how we do what we do and what we do. That's MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. And if you want to join the discussion, get some questions answered, kind of feel everything out, go to MLMSalesFunnels.com to learn about that. So anyway, hopefully you have an amazing day, guys. Uh, Love and appreciate you all. And uh, do me a favor, leave a review. And writing down this podcast if you found value in this. 
And uh, with that, I will talk to you all soon. See you later. Thank <laughs> you.